What's up, folks? David Soto Jr. here, and this is the David Soto Jr. Podcast. What's up, folks? Welcome to episode 79 of the David Soto Jr. Podcast. I'm your host, David Soto Jr. <sighs> okay. So, let's just get into it. Why is there a, a carrying Kate? What the hell is that? All right. I'm recording. My recording studio is the room which um, where my the second most popular room where my wife throws things where you know who throws things that she does not want in the rest of the house. The most popular place for that is the garage. What is that thing? Anyways, <clears throat> today I am talking about... Well, what got me started the other day was I have a daughter. We put a dress on her. She looked cute. But it got me thinking, like, why? It just got me thinking about dresses and, and how girls are supposed to dress or what they're supposed to wear. And I've been doing a lot of reading slash listening to books about uh, American history. <clears throat> and... I was trying to go back, think back on when, like the dress, when did the dress uh, originate? Or why did did it become a thing that women wore dresses, men wore pants? <clears throat> so my instinct with a lot of stuff is just to go to uh, the natives before, um, Native Americans before they were invaded. I guess, before the illegal aliens came and how their their behavior and how they ate and how they, which isn't all perfect. And a lot of, a buddy of mine always says that's how the Indians used to do it. <clears throat> and so you think about a culture that lived thousands of years um, on their own without any help and happily and thrived. For me personally, I think of Native Americans and with my whole experience in primitive or ancestral health, um, although we, that concept goes back a lot further, I always just kind of th think of Native people and how they how they lived before the white, basically white men came in and started murdering them. <laughs> and <clears throat> that's another topic. But so that's my always my reference point. And I go back <clears throat> and I think, how did they do it? Which they didn't do everything right. Like I said, one of the things, just to get off topic, one of the things is they did not believe, as far as the Sioux went, 
And I believe in giving their babies the colostrum from the mother. Weird. Just odd. And it would, would, would wait a few days um, before they would allow the, before the mother could breastfeed. So, <clears throat> not everything's perfect. But anyways, uh, the dress. So I think back and even then so in listening to crazy horses biography in his tribe was a basically a gay man um whose name i don't exactly remember but it's basically he got shortened in his book to women's dress and i think it was where's women's dress that was his name. His name before that was also something like a girl, or it, it was obvious that he was a very feminine male. And so, even then, women wore dresses and men wore pants, or or even leggings, as they called it. Uh, which may be kind of like stirrups. I'm not 100% on that. Okay, so that was... So, so even then, they still referred women to... Women wore dresses, men wore pants or leggings, or sometimes they didn't wear uh, anything. Or they wore little little piece covering their junk, so to speak, almost like a little skirt, and then leggings. Um, <clears throat> so I thought, well, maybe before then, maybe the, the origin of the dress is because women have to squat, and they don't have that to, to, to pee, and they don't have the ability that men have. Right? Men have, can wear pants because it's easy for them to pee. They just take their thing out, make it happen. Women have to squat, and therefore pants would be inconvenient. <clears throat> then I thought, well, that's half the thing. You know, there's two forms of of uh, going to the bathroom. There's number one and number two, right? So men have to make number two, so a dress would be easier for men too, Right? So then I was like, okay, well, that doesn't make sense. And I thought I was right, that that was it for a while. But then did a little Googling and then a little bit of remembering that uh, when I was in the Middle East, those numerous times, it's very common to see a man wearing a tunic. Which round roundabout is a is a dress, and it turns out everybody wore tunics. <clears throat> More or less, everybody wore tunics back in the day. Uh, because of that, well, I would assume because of that convenience of going to the bathroom, and then you look at if you think about it, you look at. Uh, 
look at the Middle East, you look at India, modern day men still wear tunics. If you think about Romans, if you think about the Scots, the Scottish men wearing kilts, like every, not, I don't know about every, but if you go back far enough, and you don't even have to go back in some locations of the world, but if you go back far enough, everyone wore a tunic. They didn't wear pants. <clears throat> and what ended up happening, is, this is so funny, is that the men's tunics grew shorter. Whereas they would go down to, they started maybe down at the ankles and they started to come up. Eventually to the point where they were up, the tunics would come above their waist, essentially creating a shirt. And the purpose was for this was to show off their junk. All right, how male is this? They wanted to show off their junk. So their dresses, tunics, they cut them off at the waist. And they didn't necessarily walk around with a uh, hangout with their wang out, but they would make a, a device or like, kind of like a cup. That will cover it up. And of course, the bigger it is, the, the bigger your junk was, the bigger your little cup. I forgot what it was called. Had to be. Anyways, it's just this ridiculous thing. That dresses, everyone wore quote unquote, unquote dresses until it came to a point where men wanted to show off their junk. And so the dresses got shorter and basically turned into tops or shirts. And so what they would do is wear kind of like a, kind of like a, a, what did I say, chaps, right? They would, they would cover their legs with, with, with like a chaps and then their crotch would be open and then they'd wear something over it, um, and so that's how this, the pants started, right? Also, you got to think about the purpose of chaps for horseback riders is to riding through brush and not getting your legs scraped with just uh, uh, branches and, and leaves and thorns. You got to think that probably a similar... Uh, pant style was worn by hunters, right? Which were, predom which were predominantly male, um, unless you're a lion, right? But hunters would go out and they would need to have some protection as they're running through uh, the grasses or the trees or whatever the case, right? So it just came to me that there's no really explanation of you know, so as women were treated as um, whether it was sexual objects or somebody to mate with, they adorned their tunics or dresses to be more attractive or to look to catch the attention of suitors. And that's how it kind of like evolved into pretty dresses. 
but <laughs> I guess all the, the the origin of the dress came from males wanting to show off their junk. That's it. This conversation, or this conversation, I guess, with myself, I mean, this is all going on in my head, has <clears throat> led me to trans people. <clears throat> and thinking about trans people in somebody of all people was a an author's podcast and there's one guy that on this podcast that I thought was kind of a dummy but he relayed a conversation that he had with someone where he the guy was insulting trans people <clears throat> at dinner and he explained um the science basically behind trans people and I was like wow is that interesting I never followed up with looking it up until the other day until this whole dress thing came about and basically there's a study shown there's a study um, there's not overwhelming you know, there's a study with 30 trans people, and then uh, there was some research and looking into DNA samples or database. Uh, it's not overwhelmingly evident enough, or there's a not enough evidence for scientists to claim that this is the reason. But it sure makes sense um, to dummify this, is the only way I can understand it. Is basically there the, the the brain? Each um, baby's brain in development in the womb in in utero, the it's always a feminine brain, and it has to get masculinized in in order to be to in order to be a male brain. Um, and how that is done is with, there's a sh very precise time where the brain is bathed in estrogen and that estrogen masculinizes the brain. And hopefully to match up with the sexual organs. If this doesn't occur and you have male sexual organs and are born with male sexual organs, but this doesn't occur at that right precise time, then you have a feminine, you basically have the, uh, the brain of a female, but the gen genitalia of a male. Also, if this process took place when it wasn't supposed to, and you have female organs, female genitalia, then you have a masculine, masculinized brain. And essentially people are born and spend their life 
with a brain that is male and female sexual organs or vice versa and you have to consider how that feels you have to take in consideration what that's like have you ever been fat and wanted to be skinny I know I have right have you ever uh, wanted to have a better tan have you ever wanted to uh, to have more hair on your head have you ever wanted to have straight teeth your teeth are crooked have you ever wanted to dance better at salsa I mean there's all kinds of things that people have these desires to be or wishes that they could be and it sucks right it sucks that you want to be skinny but you're fat but this is minute right you can lose weight you can get help you can um or i mean if you grow go bald you can accept it shave your head these are all minor things because you can still function right you can be overweight and, and be uh, successful and have money and it's not it, don't get me wrong it's still hard for obese people out there because they get judged too but you can still function oh, let's look at it this way it's minor to have one aesthetic thing wrong with your body that you can either get fixed or just accept but when your entire body is not how you feel that's got to be rough We should empathize with these people because we would like to be taller or or more athletic or or, or prettier or skinnier or whatever. And these are just aesthetic things. These people have an, an entire body that doesn't match up with how they feel. And it, people want to say like men can't have babies. Can men like I, I the the Senate hearing for the uh, Judge Brown? Uh, I should know her name, but they grilled her about. Can a man have a baby? And this is the things people like. I know, it's words, right? It's 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 language. That's what we're, the discussion is. Is like, can something called this have a baby? Um, but they're they they reinforce it with it's science. 
scientifically a man cannot have a baby and like now you want to rely on science you just pick and choose the science that you want to believe in um but so if we're big on science then we'll we'll say that gender dysphoria is the scientific term for um basically being trans it's when you don't feel that your body is what you who you are your body doesn't identify with who you are when it comes to gender um a lot of people think that this is a, that it's a, some type of perverted choice and uh, it's if it was a choice based on the ridicule and hate and potential uh, violence that could happen. I don't see anybody making this choice. Because they're perverts. Because it's it's their kink. Because they like it. Um, it. It's really risking your life. to choose to be open about your uh, identity. It's not something that people will choose because they want to go into women's bathrooms and, and get their jollies off. It's not worth getting the shit beat out of you or getting killed. Which is what happens to a lot of trans people. I'm doing my best to understand this. If I use any terminology wrong, it's not because uh, it's because of ignorance. Because I don't know. Um, accepting people for who they are is new to me. I'm 47 years old. I'm trying to understand everything better. And so if I get something wrong here or there, uh, sorry, I'm doing my best. Anyways, folks, I don't have any affiliate links because I got screwed and I did not properly treat my Amazon Amazon affiliate program the right way a few years ago, and they won't let me have affiliate back in the affiliate program. And I've tried a couple of times, including last 
time I recorded. So I don't have any affiliate links, but if you want to uh, find me on uh, social media, it's David E. Soto Jr., JR for Jr. On Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, which I don't, I'm probably the most active on Instagram. I post stories all the time. I used to post a lot of pictures of my travels, but now it's just, I don't do anything except go to work and be a dad. Um, yep. Okay. So David E. Soto Jr. J. Arthur Jr. at Twitter, Instagram, uh, OpenSea. I, just, I, I messed with some NFTs there, did some little creating. But, you know, that's it. I appreciate you tuning in. I'll see you next time.